It's the Greg and Dan Show podcast. Rolling. All right, here we go, everybody. You better bring it today because I'm ready to roll. We're I'm ready. Ready. To bring it. Bring it, Caleb Rolling. Kelch, producer and host of the podcast. Let's go. What is something you want to get rid of from your house but keep forgetting or are simply putting it off? Something that I would like to get rid of in my house. That list is a mile. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> mostly everything I look at that's in a pile. Right. Uh, we'll give you a couple. Uh, we have a, a, a spare bedroom. I would like to call it the guest room, but no guests would be able to get in there. Because we have a bunch of furniture in there that needs to get out of there. Mm -hmm. Mainly they are dressers and nightstands. There's two dressers that, okay, here's the story. Thanks for asking. These two dressers uh, uh, were the dressers that my mom and dad bought me when I was 15. I was a high school kid. They yeah, bought this really dresser cool. at Leith Furniture ah, ah. in Pekin, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And they're okay. I mean, they're kind of beat up, obviously, after all these years. But uh, so um, I have them, and we don't use them. I have two of them, two dressers, and so then they're some, just sitting around. They're just sitting in this room, in this what used okay. to be Justice's well, room. What's the room. what's the reasoning for not getting rid of them? Sentimentality. It used to be the sentimental part of it, yeah. but now because I don't ever look at them or use them, yeah. it's just me being lazy. And not getting them out of the, oh. the of the room down into the garage where the nice people from Goodwill will come with yes. their truck. That's yeah. all I have to do mm -hmm. is just get them downstairs. Or you can do a show at Andy Driscoll's place called My Life in Dressers. Yes. And then <laughs> when you're done, just said, Andy, leave yeah. me. Uh, 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 come a a proud <laughs> member of the audience will win my dresser. Yeah, You have exactly. to get out of here, though. I'm not delivering it. Yeah. Uh, that's one, and and there's lots. There's there's lots of stuff. There's lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Mm -hmm. lots, lots of stuff. stuff. Lots of stuff. Oh, Dan, uh, you? Anyone in particular stand out? Uh, no, just a, all the kids' old toys. Yeah, toys. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have one toy from my youth, and don't long for a toy from my youth. I have one. Yeah. I have from the Whammo company. Yep. I have a giant magnet that oh, looked yes. like a muscle man. And cool. it hangs in my garage, so it's not really a toy. It's, I, mean, well, I guess it is, yeah. but it just—that's just something I've had. I've had it for all since I was six, probably. And it's meaningful to you. Yeah, now, yeah. the one toy I wish I did have is the uh, Dick Getsky signed paddleball. Dick yep. Getsky, uh, nine straight years paddleball championship in the '60s. Back when they made paddle balls like paddle, that was yeah, that was, that was when man when men were men and paddle balls were paddle balls. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Dick yeah. Getsky. He was the man. Him and his Fu Manchu mustache. Oh, man. yeah. He could paddle a ball. Mm -hmm. What about you? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Look him up. Um, for me, probably books. I have a lot of books that I don't read anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've been meaning to donate them because you can donate them sure, to the library. library. And, There's lots of places. Yeah, and, and I, I have been meaning to do it. I just oh. I keep putting it off. Old VCRs and all yes, that stuff, gaming stuff. Too. I go, can't we get rid of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 
All right. Do you think it's weird that we put so much time into holidays, even though most holidays are technically only one day? Or maybe this is just a self-thought. Yeah, but. here's – yeah, this is very good. Uh, I think uh, we should not pay attention to holidays. Dan, That's my Dan is anti-holiday. I'm anti-holiday. Yeah. I'm also anti-holiday. I'm not quite I'm sure not I understand. Yeah. I'm not quite sure I understood your question though about more so, than one day or whatever. So a lot of holidays. Give me um, a very specific Thanksgiving. example. Thanksgiving. That's five days to get ready. You got to clean the house. But you got to reality. It's only the one day. Yeah. Like and same with Christmas too. Like yeah. it's technically only on that one day. But it's that we're four months of shopping yes. and planning. But and, we put so much effort. Yeah. And all these events happening around this period of time when in reality we're only celebrating the holiday for that one day. I like I holidays that require no effort. Uh, you just cook and it's special whatever you make. Mm -hmm. And that holiday is called life. Oh, man, that was very nice. That was very nice. Mic drop. I get what you guys are saying. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I guess I get tired of that. It's too yeah. much. I don't too feel much. as strongly as you guys do. I, I don't like a Well, uh, well I, because, I don't know. I, just, I was I talking on the Craig Collins show. I've heard of that. It's a great yeah, show. Great, great show in the afternoon. Good show. And Craig was talking about Valentine's Day. And he goes, as a guy, your goal on Valentine's Day is not to fail. When you get through, you're like, was that okay? Is by the way, by the way, uh, when we're recording this is May tenth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, is he already talking about Valentine's Day? Like he's really next ramped year. up for no, next year. No, it was year. an older conversation. <laughs> the pressure is yeah. on for that. Yeah, day. he's it got was, a lot of pressure. It was an older conversation, but days like that or sweetest day, yeah. it's like okay. Uh, the the pressure is to make it special, mm -hmm. spend money, do all that, and the only thing is, is because it's your job and you can't fail. That's mm -hmm. not a holiday. Yeah. yeah. Romance is complicated. Mm -hmm. Romance is. is complicated because, and I'll tell the, I've told this many times, and I find it interesting. I'm, I, I like romantic things. I, I, I would like to think that I think in that direction a lot of times, but, but it is uh, sometimes uh, exhausting and hard. It's difficult to pull off. But a hundred years ago, maybe now 120 years ago, People did not get married because there of romance. There was no, there, it wasn't yeah. happening. People got married for business reasons. A man married a woman so that he could have somebody to bury his children and and, and take care of his home. The old traditional way of looking at things. Then mm -hmm. a woman would uh, would marry a man to to give her children and to protect her from the evils of the world mm -hmm. and uh, to uh, provide her. Financial stability. That was that was how it all worked. But it was a business arrangement, and everybody knew it was a business arrangement. Then, when like modern media slash literature started really yeah. permeating the scene, yeah. it turned into romance had to be the reason that you were together with somebody, right. and that made it difficult because romance is a nebulous subject matter. Man, that's like trying to wrestle fog. Well, it's like I don't know, I don't know exactly how to do this, but I'll give it a shot, I guess, because everybody else is. I'm not saying I'm against all that, and I'm not saying to go back to the other way, but it used to be different. It used to be. It different. was created by Madison Avenue in much the same way Santa was created in Christmas, and there was a guy named Henry Hongsworth Hallmark. 
the early Hallmark who started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Dan is awesome, and there is no Henry Hogsworth Hallmark. <laughs> However, you said it so well that I yeah. went with it. That I would believe you, yeah. yeah. But seriously, Hallmark <laughs> is really kind of part of it. Yes, Mo- oh, certainly. TV, movies, yes. uh, uh, romance novels, all of that stuff. And it's not the saying that, it's not saying that yeah. romance is bad. It's not bad, but it's not everything. It's yeah. not the basis for everything. Yes. And, and people who get hung up on that sometimes... I think are disappointed because the image is is not real. It's not really real. It's it's sometimes well you can touch it every once in a while. Love is a fickle thing. Yes, yeah. love is is the hardest thing. Yeah. It and, is and, the hardest single thing. Yeah, and, and, and I'm it, not even talking about romantic love. No, yes. like love between family members yes. and all that stuff. And it really is ridiculous that you have to spend eighty dollars on roses one day when you can get them for twenty dollars the next yeah. day. Yeah, or the, the the older couples, <laughs> the older couples who will go uh, is their anniversary. Yeah, and instead of spending six dollars per Hallmark card, yeah. and they actually maybe more now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to the store and they both look at all the cards they pick one out hand it to the other person while they're standing there and said here's here's the one i would have bought you and yeah here's the one i would have bought you and then they go home oh that, that's a good idea no that's a great idea that's i know people great. that do that that's a that's a fabulous idea i mean oh. and the sentiment's the same right yeah i'll do that now, now yeah. some people know <laughs> you got to make the purchase yeah i know yeah unfortunately i can't do what greg suggested so okay. yeah uh, <laughs> all right what else man all right. Are you a pen or pencil person? Oh, my gosh. You don't know what box you just opened. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> do not this is know. years of psychology. This is right. terrible. Yeah. This is Beth, therapy. why don't you go lay down on the couch? I <laughs> detest. I detest and have a phobia about using a pencil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't stand yeah. it. It's it's it nails is, on a chalkboard. It is nails. Oh, it is. And, and the oh, feeling, mm, like writing mm, on a chalkboard, mm, all that. Yeah. See, mm, mm. I hated it during. It was a big problem for me as a child. Yes. Because it was so pervasive. Mm-hmm. I tried to use pen whenever I could. Yeah. And I constantly got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Specifically, my math teachers. Yep. They're like, Greg, you can't do it in pen. I said, what if I don't make a mistake? How yeah. about we do that? How about <laughs> yeah. we come up to an agreement that I don't make a mistake? Well, <laughs> see, in today's world, though, it would be considered a disability for Greg, and he would... I would have been protected. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you're no, not wrong about that. No. I, I could have easily... I, I mean, it was a... Fo- it still is, but now I don't have to... I can avoid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to use a pencil very see, often. I think in today's world, I could have avoided math. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest disappointment of my college career. <laughs> Biggest disappointment yeah. is sophomore year, University of Illinois, ultimately transferred and graduated from Florida Atlantic. But yeah. but uh, my, my instructor, no, we counselor, says, Greg, you got to pick up a math class. I was like, why? Oh, I had that same thing happen. He was like, because uh, you have to. I was like, okay. And I took some stupid class, and I didn't do good. Yeah. And then I found out later, I didn't need that class. Never. No. I never once needed that I class. I flunked accounting twice in college. <laughs> That guy was, I was gonna for go the math for third, lobby. I was going to go for the third time, and the guy's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm choking to death over here, so if that's I go away, that's what life. it is. I, I'm choking to death, so if you need to hide uh, By the way, I like a really good expensive pen. Okay. That's just the way it writes, but I do like a mechanical pencil. Yes. Mechanical pencils are good. I, yeah. I'm actually a pencil person. I am. And so... It's okay. I, I I don't know. There's just something about. I feel about pencils the same way way you feel about meat. Yeah. <laughs> Despise it. Yeah. 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 Right, right. You being vegetarian vegan. Yeah. Uh, you think about meat the same way I think about yeah. pencils. Here's the thing. I I don't like 
I don't hate meat. I just don't eat it. And, well, I don't hate pencils. I just and, don't use them. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like, I think what's interesting. I've gotten to a, a point with being a vegetarian to where I am. I no longer have feelings towards at meat. all. No feelings no, at all. No, no, no more cold. feelings. You are like a, <laughs> I'm in a the matrix. Cold, yes, like I'm in a cold the matrix. Soul. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm like a pen. You know, nothing to it. Whenever I think of pencils, I do think of my mother, God rest her. And she used to say this, when you made a mistake, if you made some kind of mistake, my mom would say, well, that's why they put erasers on the end of pencils. Mm -hmm. She was always like, it's okay. I like that. Just erase the mistake and go on and fix it. Mm -hmm. That was what she always said. Yeah. And then she also, uh, if she got real mad. Was she that way with your dad, though? No. Yeah. Uh, she was not. No, yeah. she was a little less forgiving yeah. in that category. That's yeah. the See, love what, what happens is, is you can say that. Yeah. But when it comes to marriage, women live in a digital world yeah. where there is uh, no delete button and they have your entire history. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're very good at control Z. They can yeah. bring a lot of stuff back to the screen that was gone for years, but somehow they remember. Yeah. Uh, my mom was excellent. <laughs> really? Control Z does that? Yeah. Uh, the uh, the my mom was excellent. My mom's category for my dad would not. My dad made a lot of mistakes. Mom would not have given him that break of the eraser on the pencil line when he made his mistakes. Never would never have done that. Did she ultimately forgive him? Yeah, yeah. But she didn't give him the pencil line. Nope, that was too easy. That would have been too easy. All right, back to you guys. Oh, pencils—they're fun. I just I don't know. There's something about. When I write with a pen, I just don't I don't feel confident with what I'm writing. Yeah. I like the pencil. Really? Not because wow. of the eraser point. I like the feel of the pencil. I like I, I write down hard and I don't I press down hard and I don't know what it is, but something you know about what a pencil. It is, There's a sound. If it's quiet you hear that's the sound I can't stand. Yeah, makes me crazy. See, I like it. I like and the it. feeling of it. Yeah. I don't like the. I also c- because well, you, you didn't like chalk on a chalkboard oh. either. No, no. when nails no. scratch. No. no, but that, I like. That doesn't bother me. I like. Well, but, uh, I don't even mind somebody else writing on a chalkboard. I don't oh. want to write on a chalkboard. Oh, I like okay. the whole. See, what I hate as a germaphobe, I hate the after effect of. The chalk all over your hands, and you know other people's touched that chalk. You don't know how how old that chalk is. Yeah, you know that that's disgusting. To uh, me. We had a teacher named <laughs> Mister Blank. Uh, won't say his last name. Oh, okay. and, uh, I thought that was his last he, name. <laughs> he would write history, and he'd write in the chalkboard. One time, he went, disappeared behind the chalkboard. And when he came out, all over the front of his pants was chalk, and it was a horrible memory for us kids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's okay. why he's known as Mr. Mr. Blank. Blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dan. Holy crud. All That's right. A good story. Are you a risk taker? <laughs> nope. Uh, in some respects, I am. Yeah. Some some things in my life, I am. Um, I am risk adverse. Dan's you, risk adverse. Do you yeah. like to play it comfortably? Well, I, or do you just not play at all? Um, hmm. <laughs> well, I don't like to play within the lines. However, there's certain activities mm-hmm. like skydiving. Nope, because that one time you're well, done. Let me ask you this though, Dan. I would, <laughs> I would, I would say there are certain uh, aspects of your life where you are a, a risk taker. I recall about a year ago, we did a live broadcast where you played piano in front of people. Yeah, I thought that was risky. Yeah, it was. You know, that was scary. You know, I, I always say I like to scare myself once in a while, mm-hmm. like do something that scares me mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. 
stand-up comedy a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, this boxes thing that I've been working on these days kind of scares me. But that's me a not, bit. it's a risk in one way, but it's when I look at risk, I look at what can go wrong. Now, right. if you do stand up comedy, the worst that can go wrong is it didn't go well. You right. said, right. But, uh, which I could deal with because if you prep enough and try mm. and try yes. again. But I'm looking for things that can go bad impalement, <laughs> death. <laughs> Broken fingers yeah. and arms. Yeah, you know. hence risk, the skydiving. Risk, yeah. like, like <laughs> whitewater rafting, all those kinds yeah. of things. Things yeah. that could, uh, that's Axe not throwing. in my element, that one yeah. little move, it's over. Yeah. You know, I don't like that. Are you risk adverse? Um, I, okay, so I'd like to paint a fine line here, okay? There's a fine line between taking a risk occasionally, right, mm -hmm. which I think we all three do, mm -hmm. and then also being a risk taker. Uh, I do think there is a difference. I would say that I am on that line of on the uh, other side of taking a risk occasionally. Yeah. Other than that, I would say I play it comfortably m most of the time, but I also like to do something that kind of surprises myself. I, I wouldn't say scares myself, but I like to surprise myself because I like to. Ha I like that occasional feeling of being on the edge of my of my seat and being able to do something that's unique. Do you jump up from behind a door at yourself? No, that would be unique. Wow. That would be unique. and you would Boom. surprise yourself. I scared myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know I was coming, and I jumped out. That'd be good. That'd be a good. That'd thing be real good. Um, yeah. I'll do it sometime. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, I bet, and when I bet in person, I do well. I mm -hmm. win. But it's I'm just right at the line of risk, and I mm -hmm. kind of spread it out, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you could uh, you could look at anyone's uh, uh, given life. But, the, but there are people there are moments, who... Yeah, there are people who just who live. live on the edge and yeah. on, on the edge of death or being injured, and that gives them a thrill. Mm -hmm. And being a better, I'm like, well, the one day you lose... I'll still be around. And, and there are financial, <laughs> and there are, and, and there are financial uh, uh, risk takers, yes. entrepreneurs, right. like real, like Elon Musk is a great example. Yes, that guy is a very big risk. Did taker. you? Uh, he he had a line I just read recently. He said, "Being an entrepreneur is uh, a lot like eating a bowl of glass." And then something else. But he goes, it's just... <laughs> and, then, and then there was the end of that line. Yeah, yeah. And then it was great. Anyways. It was like, it was like eating a bowl of glass. Yeah. And, and what does that mean? And ah, jumping off a cliff or something Dan like that. Dan doesn't remember, but yeah. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> but That's he goes, funny. it's just... Uh, he goes, it's just uncharted water yeah. mm -hmm. every day. I could honestly... We oh, could... eating a bowl of glass and then staring into the abyss. Wow. Ah. Yeah, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I I could say that you could kind of relate that to life in a way. You know, life is sometimes about taking risks and putting yourself out there, making connections, developing relationships, whether those be romantic or platonic, mm -hmm. and also simply just about living. And I feel like sometimes there are days where we are eating a bowl of glass, and other days where we're staring into the abyss, and other days where we are, you know. Living our best lives and and we're free. What's going what's, on? What's here? going on with Caleb? What's happening with him? I'm worried about him. Somebody call Grandma Grace. You don't actually eat a bowl of glass. No, I don't want him doing that. Is that vegan? I don't even know where the abyss is. The abyss outside? Where is that?